Hey everyone, my name is Trench Reynolds and this is Real Crime Stories for December 30th, 2022. But before we get started, this show is supported by my wonderful patrons Mayor Trish and Annika at Patreon. For as little as a dollar a month, you can get ad-free episodes of this podcast plus exclusive content. You can join my Patreon at patreon.com slash trenchreynolds or trenchreynolds.com. The last time we checked in on our favorite murderous Michigan family, Ethan Crumley pleaded guilty to four counts of first-degree murder. If you'll recall, Ethan shot and killed 16-year-old Tate Meyer, 14-year-old Hannah St. Juliana, 17-year-old Madison Baldwin, and 17-year-old Justin Schilling at Oxford High School in Michigan last year. During Ethan's plea hearing, it was revealed that the gun used in the shooting was paid for by Ethan but purchased by his father, James Crumley. Shortly after Ethan was arrested in 2021, both of his parents were arrested and charged with four counts of involuntary manslaughter for allegedly allowing Ethan to have the gun. These kinds of charges against parents who allow their kids to get guns used in school shootings are almost unheard of. A hearing has been scheduled for February to determine if Ethan Crumley will face a shorter sentence than life without parole due to his age. On the other hand, his parents have yet to go to trial. That's not to say there isn't any news out of the Crumley camp because there is plenty. According to a November court filing by the Crumley's defense, James and Jennifer Crumley contend they weren't aware of their son having any mental health issues. They also claim he did not ask them if he could seek professional help. Instead, the Crumleys only thought that Ethan was experiencing sadness over the death of his grandmother, the death of his dog, and a friend moving away. So, to cheer him up, they let him buy a gun. Why don't they just put the gun in his hand as they dropped him off at school? They were essentially telling him, either kill yourself or kill others, just don't get us involved. Since the Crumleys were arrested back in 2021, they've both been held on $500,000 bond each. In all this time, the Crumleys have been trying to get their bond reduced. In one of the latest instances, the Crumleys are trying to convince the court that they aren't a flight risk, except, you know, that time they fled to Detroit after their arrest warrants were announced. That was the same time the Crumleys allegedly turned their phones off so they couldn't be tracked, and parked their car in such a way that the license plates were obstructed from view. That wasn't flight at all, according to Crumley's defense. They were merely protecting themselves from harassment. And speaking of their bond reduction, it seems the Crumleys also offered to remain in the custody of a friend of theirs. They offered to stay with a friend of theirs in Sanilac County, which is one county over from Oakland County. Except a friend known only as BJ, is allegedly not the most trustworthy fellow. According to prosecutors, BJ lied about being a trans woman so he could enter a woman's locker room at a gym. Now before all the TERFs and other transphobes get all excited thinking that this is what trans women are like, they can calm the fuck down. We're not talking about a guy who is in full drag trying to sneak into a woman's locker room. What we're really talking about is some guy wearing a t-shirt that read trans woman on it. BJ allegedly asked a gym employee which bathroom he could use before becoming agitated and saying he was tired of this woke shit. He's also allegedly posted on his Facebook account that the COVID vaccine is killing people, the Democrats are trafficking children, and the Jews are persecuting Kanye. So to put it bluntly to all the turfs and transphobes, he's one of yours. 
BJ is also said to be a concealed pistol license holder, which would automatically disqualify the Crumleys for staying there. That wasn't bad enough. Even the law enforcement of Sanilac County say they don't want the Crumleys living there. I'm sure a rational individual like BJ wouldn't allow the Crumleys to flee prosecution just to own the libs or something. Keep in mind that the Crumleys are proud, responsible gun owners and Trump supporters, so they might have deluded themselves into thinking that the courts would have no problem with them being released into the custody of such a brave patriot. I'm sure the concept of cognitive dissonance is lost on them. The Crumley's involuntary manslaughter trial is set to start next month. That's it for this episode. If you'd like to read more stories like this going back over 20 years, you can do so at realcrime.net. You can follow me on most social media at Trench Reynolds. You can also listen to and subscribe to this podcast at your favorite platform at realcrimestories.net. So until next time, don't let anyone else tell your story because you are here for a reason. I've been Trench Reynolds, and this has been Real Crime Stories.